The following is a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society. Welcome to a brand new week of Grace in Focus from the Grace Evangelical Society. Hey, we've got a treat for you today as Ken Yates and Catherine Wright are going to describe some of the mission activity that Grace Evangelical Society is involved in. Ken recently took a trip with his wife to Mexico as GES is exploring, taking the free grace message to that part of the world. Stay tuned. I think you'll enjoy what they have to say, including what Catherine Wright will say about the Grace Evangelical Society National Conference coming up 2023, May the 22nd through the 25th. You can find out more about the National Conference and about our resources by going to our website, faithalone.org. Now, here are Ken and Catherine. A lot of people may not know this, but Grace Evangelical Society does mission work. We sure do. I just got back from Mexico. Uh, Sometimes Catherine goes with me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes my wife goes with me this time. My wife did. (laughs) I haven't seen you in a month. I've missed you, man. It's good to see your face. (laughs) And it's good to be back. We were down there basically encouraging a missionary couple that we met originally, we met in person some years ago, they came to the conference, a national conference, and Mm -hmm. let us put in a plug for that. Uh, We got a conference coming up in May. We sure do. We're super excited. This is our big conference. We do have regionals throughout the year, but this is our big one, our national one in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. It will be held at a campground, which is where we held it last year. And it was so much fun because everybody got to kind of hang out on the campgrounds. It has a hotel and all that as well. But I think our favorite part probably was just hanging out on the recliners and just (laughs) fellowshipping. But obviously the teaching is unbelievable. We have some of the best speakers that come in and talk. And so, yeah, that's where we met John and Elise. A few years ago, we had our national conference and they came and we met them and it was wonderful. There's such an incredible team down there in Mexico. And then After that, they started coming to some of our Zoom classes. And we are still doing those Zoom classes. We have two a week. Mm -hmm. One is on Tuesday and one is on Saturday and one is on the book of Revelation and one is on the book of Romans. That's right. We've just did a few episodes on Romans not too long ago. So if if you're interested and you want to join a discussion, just reach out to us and we'll get you that Zoom link and you can start joining us on Saturdays. And it's totally free, by the way. So, you know, it's just if you want to join. But that's where we met John and Elise. And we've gotten to know them really well over the last few months as they've come to our Zoom classes. And so you decided to ditch me here in South Carolina. That's exactly right. Your mom and I decided to head on down to Mexico. And what was the name of the city? The name of the city was a little dog, Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Chihuahua City, which is also a state. And, uh, We were down there probably, what, a little over three weeks or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it was a great time. John and Elise are in the midst of language training, and they're coming along very nicely. They have these tutors, and they're going through it. And John is hoping to teach in a Bible college down there that the mission is operating. Mm Mm-hmm. So what did you do while you were down there? You just went down to have a vacation. Yeah, I went down to have a little vacation. They they have a little house, a little mother-in-law's suite in Spanish. It's called a casita, which means a little house in the back. And Pam and I were able to stay back there. 
We went down there for a number of reasons. I went down there to practice my Spanish. I went down there to encourage John and Elise and to see if maybe we could have a free grace input in that area of the world. Uh, John is certainly trying to do that with his teaching. And so I got to set in on the uh, classes. John, when he is able to speak fluently, is hoping to teach there. The problem is that with a lot of these missions, and it's certainly the case here, not everyone is free grace, mm -hmm. as you might expect. The head of the school is a three-point Calvinist. And I three said point. <laughs> a three-point, <laughs> okay. not a five-point. So the five-pointers would be mad at him, and free grace people would not agree with him either. Uh, so John is a little bit up in the air about whether he'll be able to teach or not. Mm -hmm. But if he is and they're open to him teaching, then I'm hoping to make it a ongoing thing where sure. I go down there, maybe teach a class or something like that. That was kind of the hope in why we went. That's super exciting because from our experience, even here in South Carolina, the Hispanic community really needs some solid free grace teaching and so much of them are struggling with eternal security, for example. That's been what I've run across. And so I know you also attended a lot of the classes and got to. Oh, yeah. I spent in. hours in the classes, the three weeks I was there, Monday through Friday. In the mornings, I went to all the classes. And I just also want to put a plug in for the folks who support what we do. Mm. I know we have some people who donate for books. And so every time we go on one of these trips, yes. Catherine and I, we always take books from GES to hand out. And we do have free grace books in Spanish. I also was able to take the commentary on Hebrews. One of the classes that was being taught there was Hebrews. And even though it was being taught in Spanish, some of the people are able to read English. And we don't have our commentary in, in Hebrews in Spanish, but we do have in English. And so I was able to give some of those out as well. So we were able to give out free grace material to the students and to some of the teachers down there as well. Also, just a, another resource, if you or someone you know is Spanish speaking and reading, we also have blogs that are translated into Spanish every week, and those are available on our website as well, and those are totally free. So really great content being produced. While I was there, I also was able to teach a lot in different circumstances, sometimes in Spanish and sometimes in English. There was a number of missionaries down there who all speak English, and they asked me to lead a Bible study. And so I was able to do that, and that was on First John. Mm. So we met once a week, the missionary couples down there. And then we also had a few of the Spanish students who also spoke English. They came. So I was able to explain how First John is understood properly with free grace, that it's not test of life, it's test of fellowship. Mm -hmm. And I think that went over really well. And then the mission organization as a whole asked me to address their monthly conference, if you will. And I spoke to all of them. I guess there were about 80 there. Wow. I talked about Mark 8, 34 through 38, taking up your cross and following Christ, that this is not a requirement for eternal life. What I did was I took that passage and I said, here's how an Arminian is going to interpret it. He's going to say, if you don't take up your cross and follow Christ, you're going to lose your salvation. Mm. 
the Calvinist who says, if you don't take up your cross daily and follow Christ, you were never saved in the first place. So the Arminian and the Calvinist both say, if you don't take up your cross every day and follow Christ and deny yourself, then you're going to burn in hell forever. But then I said, no, what that context is talking about is following Christ is a discipleship issue and that Jesus is not talking about the requirements to make it into the kingdom of God. I heard that you had a pretty funny encounter with somebody, something about dancing. Yes, I spoke at a Spanish-speaking church outside of Chihuahua where we were staying, and you always wonder, do they understand what I'm saying? And, and she did, or the class did, because one lady said, are you saying I can dance and <laughs> still make it into the kingdom of God? And so she understood <laughs> what I was saying. In her mind, I said, yes, you can dance and still be saved. And then she goes, what about smoking? Can I smoke? <laughs> <laughs> and so she understood what I was saying. I was I was trying to make a distinction between. It's like that old movie with Kevin Bacon, right? It's where it's like the whole town said you couldn't dance. It's like this is the worst sin you could possibly think of. And in her mind, it was funny that that was the worst sin she could think sure. of. Smoking and dancing. But a couple of the missionaries came up and this was very exciting to me. Mm. They mentioned some of the struggles that they have as free grace people. And so I hope it was an encouragement to them, but also one of them brought up the issue of election, talking about how down there in Mexico, there's a strong element that you're chosen, who's chosen to go to heaven and who's chosen not to election mm -hmm. and all that. And he said he'd been reading some of the stuff on GES's website. He says, it seems to me that election there in Ephesians is talking about the church. Wow. So I was very encouraged by that. Yeah. And just a shout out again for the GES supporters. On more than one occasion, the missionary said, oh, I listen to the podcasts, GES, all the time. In fact, one of them said, on the way over here, I was listening. And so it's encouraging to know that the work that we do at GES, and that includes all of you all, that it's having an impact in ways that we don't know or mm -hmm. we don't see because it's impacting other countries. One of the things that we run across, I think, a lot, especially in our Zoom classes or as we do travel, so many free gracers, we just hear the same struggle, which is a lot of them are alone. A lot of them feel very isolated. And so just to be able to go to Mexico and encourage John and Elise and give them that support and then hopefully we'll be able to go again in the future. And there can be a little free grace hub there in Chihuahua, Mexico. That's a pretty exciting thought that it's spreading even to that community. You know, so many of us, I don't speak Spanish. I can't go down there, but John and Elise are learning and they can have an incredible impact. And so we want to support that as much as we can as well. Basically, the school down there, uh, the the classes are taught from a Calvinistic perspective, perspective mm -hmm. even though the mission is what we would call free grace friendly. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't think a lot of the people know the issue or they don't see the importance of the issue. And that's why I spoke on Mark 8, 34 through 38, to show how vastly different a Calvinist is going to interpret that passage versus a free grace person is as well. So we just want to just give you that update and encourage all the people who are praying and supporting 
what GES does overseas. And whether we're talking about here in the States or overseas, remember, keep grace in focus. Bob Wilkins' great book, The Ten Most Misunderstood Words in the Bible, is available half price right now in the GES bookstore, faithalone.org. Go there and use the code word MISUNDERSTOOD for 50% off through March the 31st, 2023. Did you miss an episode of Grace in Focus that you really wanted to hear? Just come to faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. We have all our past episodes right there on the site. In addition, we have all kinds of free resources available for you. It's all designed to help you mature and grow in your understanding of Scripture. So come visit us at faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. On this program, we keep our requests for financial partners to a minimum. But if you are interested in becoming a financial partner with Grace in Focus, you can find out how to do that at faithalone.org. Our team is really great about answering questions, comments, and feedback. If you've got some, we hope to hear from you. Let me give you our email address so you can do just that. It's radio at faithalone.org. That's radio at faithalone.org. On the next episode of Grace and Focus, we continue talking about Grace Evangelical Society's work in other parts of the world, thinking about the African nation of Zambia. Join us next time on Grace in Focus. This is the Grace Evangelical Society. Until next time, let's keep grace in focus. The proceeding has been a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.